0: Before you get into this episode, I want to invite you to join me on May 1st for a free live workshop. It's called Feedback Fixer Upper: How to Reshape Poor Performance with Your Words. You can sign up at awesomeleader.com/monthly-workshop or go to awesomeleader.com and look for workshops. Again, this is May 1st. It's 9 in the morning Pacific, 12 Eastern. It's free. Join me, and I will now let you get to this episode of the Leadership Shot. In my 25 years of coaching executives all around the world, I have found that there are some common conversations that they just don't want to have. And it's not because they don't know that they need to have these conversations. They know that, they get it, they understand it. Yet these conversations are not only tough to have, maybe it's tough feedback they're delivering or a message to somebody that they don't want to deliver, it's tough because there's an element of love involved. They have to have a tough love conversation. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you what I've learned are the top five tough love conversations that leaders avoid. And then you can learn from this information and think about how to have more of these conversations more often in your work as a leader, because you have to. And some of these people and conversations and topics are ones you really love. And I get it. It's hard. It's difficult. I'm going to make it easier for you. I'm Lila Bullingtown. I'm an executive coach and the creator of Awesome Leader. I've coached founders, VPs, and C-suite executives worldwide for over 25 years. I make it easier for leaders to make decisions, guide their teams, have difficult conversations, and have fun in their roles. Yes, that's possible. I love what I do, and I love my clients. My number one passion is making it easier to lead and manage teams, no matter what your title is. In my online coaching and training programs, I create leadership ease through 15-minute lessons and weekly group coaching. And now, in this podcast, you can experience some of that micro-learning. This podcast is a weekly shot of tangible leadership advice. All episodes are under 15 minutes. Let's get started. Today, I want to talk to you about tough love conversations. I think there's some general confusion with leaders about what to do for many conversations. The type of conversations we're talking about today are what I call tough love. It's a tough topic, it's something maybe you're not happy about delivering, it's something people may not want to hear, yet there's also an element of love in the conversation as well. (laughs) Appropriate work love, of course. Now, something really appeals to you, you either really love this topic, love this project, you love the company, you love this person, again, in an appropriate way, and you really don't want to disappoint them. So that's why I'm calling it a tough love conversation. It's something that is hard for you, and it's probably going to be very difficult and something people know they need to hear or discuss with you, yet they really want to avoid it. Over my many years of coaching leaders around the world, I've identified what I feel are the top five tough love conversations. And I'm gonna walk you through them. I'm gonna talk about them in two different ways. I'm going to share what people actually say to me or say to others in terms of describing the conversations, and then I'm going to talk about the meaning behind them, what these leaders are actually trying to do or convey in these conversations. So it's going to be, again, what people say, what they say when they're brainstorming, thinking about it, talking, and then what the meaning behind it is. Here's the list. Number one, and again, this is what people are saying, number one, no, and this is why. Number two, I need you to do something differently. Number three, I need help. Number four, this team, the company, and I need you to do, insert something there specific. And number five, I was wrong. Now I'll talk about what people are actually meaning, what they want to say with each of those conversations. Okay, so again, number one is no, and this is why. All right, so what people actually mean here is they need to say no, right? Seems very obvious, and they need to explain why and how. The last bit, the explaining the why and how, is oftentimes where it's so tough and there's an element of love In there. You don't want to disappoint someone. They have a great idea or they have a project they're working on or they have a vision and you disagree with that vision. And it can be difficult to say no and explain why and how when you love the passion and you love their enthusiasm or you love the work that they've done and you need to go in a different direction. So saying no, even about really tiny things as well, can be very hard with leaders, be very hard for leaders. It's a tough love conversation. Then number two, I need you to do something differently. That's oftentimes how they're kind of explaining it. And what is behind that is a change of expectations or a change of behavior. So many times in your life as a leader, you're going to encounter situations where someone's doing something and it's not meeting expectations or they're using behaviors that are ineffective or just plain wrong. And you need to have a conversation with them and say how they're not meeting expectations or what they need to do differently, or which behavior doesn't work for them is going to be less effective. Again, this is a tough conversation on both sides. And because, again, there's an element of love, these are conversations I'm assuming sometimes you have with people you have long relationships with. So that's why it feels tough. And there's also an element of love there. It's a little bit like also thinking about what we might have called in the past heart to heart conversations. All right. Conversation number three, this is where people say, I need help. This is what they are saying to me. They're like, I need help. How am I going to have this conversation? What they're really meaning here is delegation. They are in a situation where they have too much going on, too much on their plate. They are doing more than they should. And actually, they're doing the work that other people should be doing for many reasons, probably primarily because someone else can do it and should do it, and you are holding on to it because you love it so much. It's a task. It's a project. It's a client. You've got this relationship. You want to hold on to it. Yet at the same time, you're screaming for help. You're not delegating. That's really what's going on in this tough love conversation. So it's a little bit of a tough love conversation you're having with yourself as well. And you need to be able to have that conversation and delegate that project, task, work with that client, so forth. Emotional intelligence, which you know is a key topic, key competency for leaders to develop, and I talk about it often, comes in here. It's understanding when maybe you're holding on to something because you love it, but you really want to look in the mirror, and the leadership mirror you should have on the wall there and be like, mm, am I holding on to this because this is about me and I really need to delegate this so that this person can grow and develop and they're going to be actually able to help me build my bench and succession plan as a leader. Tough conversation number four. This is where you may be saying something like, this team, the company, and I need you to do, and that's where you insert some specific language, specific language to your situation. What people really mean here is they are thinking about Most of the time, and this may be a conversation that you encounter more when you have a larger team, larger scope, larger function, maybe you're a vice president, C-level executive. This is where you're asking someone to step back and take a different role or to let go of something. Might be a co-founder talking to another co-founder to say, hey, we're college roommates and you're the CTO, and right now in terms of what's best for the company and the team, I want us to talk about shifting your responsibilities as CTO to someone else. Those conversations, again, just like the example I say, happen more often when you are at the executive level or in a startup situation like I was alluding to there. You've founded, you've built a company with a small group of people, and as the company grows and develops, and this is what you want, you want success, right? You need to have different people fulfill different roles. And that is such a tough love conversation because you love this person. Maybe you weren't roommates, but in some way you built something together or you've worked together a good amount of time or you're a CFO and you've come in and you've evaluated the leadership team and you know that you have some people who are in the wrong roles. Now, whenever you are asking someone to leave their role or leave the organization, just a caveat there, you're talking to HR, right? You're talking to your people leader, your HR business partner. All right, tough love conversation number five. What people are saying is, I was wrong. That's apologizing. That's the meaning behind that. And I think you know that that's often very, very difficult for leaders. It's tough. They love themselves, love their work. They don't like to apologize. It's not easy. And so to say sorry or to apologize or to admit defeat or wrongdoing or any of those things, and I'm putting aside the crisis communications part of this, it's not as if there's been an industrial accident at your warehouse or manufacturing facility and you have crisis communication coming in and you're apologizing as CEO We're putting that aside. This is just a tough love conversation people have to say where they say, I was wrong. And I need to apologize. So that's the last of the five there that I really find leaders avoid. It's just not an easy one. Not like any of them are. Let's recap them. And then I want to talk about another element of these conversations. So again, in terms of what people mean, I'll go with that level or that way to describe these tough uh, conversations. Saying no, explaining why and how. That was number one. Number two, change of expectations or behavior. Number three, delegation. Number four, leaving a role or moving into a different role. Again, that may be more an executive level discussion. And number five, saying you're sorry, apologizing. Another piece of the puzzle that comes in here is one around how you plan these conversations. So I want to ask you now, where do you place your energy, attention, and time in terms of planning these conversations? Say that again. So when you think of a tough love conversation, where do you place your energy, attention, and planning? Is it before the talk? Is it the talk itself? Is it after the talk? Are you dividing it equally? There's no right or wrong answer. Well, I do feel like there's a wrong-ish answer here. What I find is, is most people put their energy, attention, and planning to the talk. They focus all of it right there. And maybe they do 5% before, 90% of the talk, 5% after the talk. No perfect formula. However, I want you to spend more time before the talk and then after the talk. Don't assume that just having the conversation means people are going to get it and they're going to change behavior. Or you will have delegated. Or you would have been able to say no. Remember, I said people oftentimes can say no, but they don't explain the why and how. So again, I want you to think about where you place your energy, attention, and planning when you're having these discussions. Is it before the talk? Is it the talk itself? Is it after the talk? Okay. I know you want to be an awesome leader, and I know that you love some element, hopefully many elements of your job, your team, and your company, and I know there are some tough conversations you need to have. So you got to go out there, and you need to have some tough love conversations. I hope I've made it easier for you, and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks. Before you go, please hit subscribe or click to follow this podcast. This tells me that the content I'm sharing is helping you, your team, and your company. You'll also learn when the next episode drops. And if you'd like weekly emails from me with more tips on how to move your leadership towards awesome, visit awesomeleader.com slash podcast. You'll receive notifications of free monthly webinars and free resources. Also, if you want to know how to bring the first and only online leadership program with lessons under 15 minutes to your teams, visit awesomeleader.com. You'll be able to check out a free lesson. Thanks for listening to The Leadership Shot.